popular outcast production. <laughs> How do we start it? Yeah. 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 You switch it from Nike's yeah. Reebok on. Yeah. Uh, welcome to a Drunk yeah. Bill Explains. Podcast. Switch it from Nike's yeah. Reebok on. Uh, you work yeah. the Triple Vima. Shit ain't hard as it yeah. seems. Good podcast. Um, podcast. This is episode Good 75. Podcast. Yeah. Uh, Flossin' in Boston. Yeah. Are you okay over there, A-List? Like, you're, yeah. you're, you're, uh, <laughs> you're, dancing, you're dancing in, in a trance. I was just trying to hype you up. Yeah. 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 That's what's up. Um, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. No, I, it's just I didn't know what was going on. I thought you were going to rap. I just rap the intro. Yeah. Well, it's episode 75, and I'm here to say I love being drunk in a major <laughs> Like, what the fuck? The only you were going to have is me going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, if you're going to beatbox, do it. That's not beatboxing, but yeah. Um, no, if, uh, that's what I'm saying. You should do it. Uh, so you I should can't. do so. Welcome to this episode. It's episode seventy-five. Yeah, it's McDonald's. It's McDonald's part two. You might and know about it. Yeah, you might have read that um, McDonald's. You might have heard about it. Uh, specifically, my. It's just. It's, oh my it's, god! Yeah. His name is Mike, and we're talking about McDonald's. <laughs> Mike McDonald's. <laughs> no, I just mean like Mike Donald's. Oh yeah! Welcome to episode yeah. Mike Donald's. It's the yeah. McDonald's episode with Mike Peters. What's up, Mike Peters? Hey. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. He's yes, he's here and he is amazing. Uh, Mike Peters, it's uh, on the mic with Mike Peters. You watch it, the, check out that palmcast. Um, and what? then uh, <laughs> that's your palmcast. That? <laughs> your palmcast. You got a palmcast over there. You go ahead My and fault. listen, watch it. You watch and listen to it. <laughs> you watch it on your thing. You listen, listen right at it. I'm sorry. I'm a, I, I have had drinks because we decided <laughs> to start doing this at the end. Uh, with the guest and instead of doing it's it way like more fun before, yeah this is way more fun honestly it's true um but no uh yeah you you got the podcast on the mic with mike peters um you can listen to that wherever you can listen to palm everywhere cast, a palm gas and then you also uh on the zoom every other yep. friday listen saturday. guys saturday. Uh, saturday my b you're right <laughs> <laughs> you're right you know what when you're right you're right and you you're always right um <laughs> space balls <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Uh, you can do that. Um, Marf. Uh, here's <laughs> uh, I'm a mog. Uh, <laughs> I'm my own best friend. <laughs> All this right, is the so, entire episode, yeah. by the way. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, uh, it's so fun. Uh, please listen to the rest of it. Um, but you uh, you do uh, a comedy show every other Saturday. Yep. Um, here, here's what I'm going to tell people. First off, let me stop for a second. I'm going to go to this. Ready? Here we go. First, go to patreon.com slash drunk bill explains or Google Patreon drunk bill explains because you can't search for it on Patreon because it's not safe for work. Subscribe $3, uh, get you bonus episodes and I'll also get you the uh, unedited versions of the main episodes that we put out. Also, Mike Peters, you, your podcast, you have a Patreon on the mic with Mike Peters, I, I assume you can search that. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I, I would imagine you just Google on the mic. In fact, I know it because that's how I do it. Oh, uh, fair. <laughs> but I, every once in a while on my phone, I'm like, ah, it's just easy if I Google it. It's uh, patreon.com slash on the mic with Mike Peters. And my rate is $5 a month because I don't care anything about your finances. Exactly. I want all of your money. <laughs> but uh, it's $5 a month. And then for the moment, you get access to every comedy show we do online 
and that's every other Saturday. So you're guaranteed at least two a month. Uh, January was three a month, but you fucked up. Right. You forgot you about that one. That's your fault. So I assume July. Oh, God damn. I hope we're not doing this again in July. But I assume in July you'll get three more or maybe March. I don't know how the calendar works. But, yeah, it's five dollars <laughs> a month. You get access to the shows and you can also get, you know, like say say you, hey, I'm joining February. Well, you've got access to every show we've done. So you got the video and the audio. So they're all there for you. They're usually there pretty much the same night or the next day. So yeah. uh, if you miss a show, you don't really miss the show. So you got exactly. It. So it, I think it's a pretty good deal. And, you know, you guys have probably explained this, like podcasts aren't really free. So they're free for you, oh, but not, not to the people who publish them. So, exactly. you know, I think my monthly fee is like $53 a month. You know, any, any bit helps. And, and, uh, you know, I've been fortunate to talk to some of the best comedians, uh, up and coming comedians, uh, certainly around the Pennsylvania and New York area, but all over the country. So, this is a good way for me to pay them and, you know, bring them more exposure and, and uh, introduce them to hopefully a bigger audience. Word. Absolutely. Real quick. We forgot to do piggy playtime. Oh my God. Got to do piggy playtime. You have the list. Yeah, I got the list. I pulled okay. it up. Go ahead. Um, okay. So we don't do last names. Yeah. So if you want us to give your, give your last name, we will, but you got to message us and you got to pay us consent more money. I don't know how much more money. But you got to give us more money. Anyway. Can I say one? Yeah. Can I can I try to do them off the top of my head? Yes. Jeff. Shout out. Yes. Jeff, you're getting a shout out. Um, Chris, you're getting a shout out. Yes. Uh, Elis, you're getting a shout yes. out. I thought I knew more. You definitely do. More people. Sarah, you're getting a shout out. Sarah, yes. Margo, you're getting a shout Margo's out. Margo's getting a shout out. Mike Peters is getting a shout hey, out. Hey, that's the last oh, name. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> it, it's fine. Did you give? Us, he does pay more than the three dollars. So, uh, if you give us permission, we can use your last name. Cody is getting getting a shout out. That's right. Is that all of them? No, there's more. Remember, we got two more. No, who? Amanda. Oh my God, Amanda's getting a shout out. Amanda is getting a shout out, and. Jared is getting a shout oh out. Oh my God. Jared's getting a shout out. You got all the originals up until the two newest I'm ones. I'm doing good. You were doing real good. You, okay. you nailed it. So, um, I want you go, all to go, go sub to our Patreon because we have cool stuff and I got to listen to the other episode that's going to go up there where it's me, Bill, Jared and Chris. Yeah. Um, that'll be fun. But there's two episodes right now of our twilight fan fiction. Not ours, but we're reading it, and it's really fun. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you want to listen to that? It's really fun. Yeah, and then we also have like the as again uh, the unedited versions of the main podcast, so um, you get to hear us say uh, dirty things. Yes, mostly, and then like we'll hear all of like the actual stories that we cut out. (laughs) Boring. (laughs) <laughs> also, Civil War Slayer, located in Beautiful Downtown Lewisburg, is not really, I don't know. They have hours from time to time, so uh, follow them on Facebook. Yes. And yes. maybe and perhaps you can buy a thing. If you like comedy, you probably do come to the Comedy Open Mic and Civil War Slayer, located in this computer, computer <laughs> on Zoom. That's right. And on Facebooks, too, um, yeah. where you can link. Uh, that's fun. Start up signups and show starts around nine. nine. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Perfect. 
we make it nine so that people super, super don't fun hang have out. to sit around and listen to garbage. Yeah. Because <laughs> yep. I'm garbage. <laughs> uh, Anything else? I think that's it. No shows coming up. No. No. Stay um, tuned for summer outdoor shows. Yes, they're coming soon. Yes. That's what's up. All right, Cool Beans, uh, keep it right. 800 FS Plus. Eat more ass, guys. Well, he's drunk and he's built and he'll explain things to you while getting pretty drunk. But mostly he just ends up talking shit. Hey, what's going on? It's Drunk Bill Explains time. <laughs> Is this uh, the intro? <laughs> Dude, see, you're messing me up when you say intro. You did this the last time. I mean, time. are we starting? Yes, we're starting okay. the podcast. Okay. We're not doing the intro for the podcast that no. we would do separately okay. that would no. go in the beginning. Okay. We're recording the podcast. <laughs> I just did this move with my hand. We've uh, only done this 70 something times. It's very difficult, I guess. Yeah, I well, our uh, we've we're having a problem where it's been a while since we've done it, I think. Sure. So, sure. but anyway, guess who's back? Back again. Mike Peters is back. Oh, I thought it was tag team. Oh, tag team back again. Dude, That's right. I was doing Eminem, not uh, <laughs> but not tag team. But whoop, there it is. I only know rap references from like 1991 to 1993. That's, That's it. Mike, I, I've been meaning to ask you. I know you came over here the other day. Uh, did you let my dogs out? I did. So you can stop asking the question. Oh, good, good, good. I literally <laughs> I was like, that is so careless if Mike went over to your house the other day. <laughs> I was about to be mad at you. That's hilarious. And oh, also, man. Petey is not allowed outside by himself. I hope that like I'm not like this annoying podcast guest that, who takes up a whole lot of space un- oh, unwantedly, no. you know, like. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. You, you telling us stories about that sort of thing is, um, is fantastic. It's very much appreciated. So yeah. Um, don't, don't sweat it at all. It's good. We'll, we'll cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Pretend I'm Chris Chimmer and I don't exist. Right. Exactly. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we had you on, uh, episode one of McDonald's. We're going to do episode two. We wanted to talk to you about the uh, McDonald's monopoly. And that was uh, when we originally recorded with you, we had a hard out. And yeah. so um, A-List and I were talking and we were like, well, we can just cut the monopoly part and that'll make sure that we're under the time that we need. And we only honestly like the amount of information that we had about the monopoly part was just a piece of an overall McDonald's theme. Bill wrote four words. Yeah, <laughs> and I, so I, I Good had, thing we didn't get that far. I, I really like had, monopoly. I had more than four <laughs> words. No, I didn't have any words. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> I had fine. like I, I had I had uh, this. Oh, much okay, note. it's fine. It's fine. I had this it's much. Fine. Note. It's fine. Um, Whose notes are you looking at? The listeners at home uh, really like that. Visual. Okay, so I have yours here, yeah, and then yeah. I have mine on the screen. Oh my god, you I, actually take notes? Yeah. Wow. Barely. Those are my notes. Mike. Oh, my fault. Those my fault. are my yours. Fault. Those are yours. And if I could share the screen for a second, I'd show you mine. Just see how nice they look. That is just a picture, Bill. Yeah. (laughs) Bill's holding up a graph. It says buy sell. It says I like pie. That's it. (laughs) What are you gonna do? 
Um, no. So, so, okay. So, um, McDonald's started running the monopoly thing in 1987. Twins won the world series that year. Good year. Oh, there you go. See, I didn't know that. Um, did they wasn't do that? Uh, wasn't that the year the of the um Montreal World's Fair or whatever the fuck? I don't uh, know. Maybe, maybe the Expo. Remember, Bill? Yeah. Uh-huh. Expo wasn't it? Expo eighty seven. I think it was. That could be. Yeah. yeah, it sounds right. That's where okay, they got anyway. the. They changed the the, the, bas- the baseball team changed their name to that. Jokes, yeah. jokes on the listeners. Part two is all about the 1987 World Series. Well, it was, there was a baseball thing, so I thought that Mike would yeah. know. I don't know. The expo has nothing to do with baseball. The expos used to be. Right, no. Yeah, they came, yeah, that's they came what to the league, yeah. I think, in 1979 or, or 73, something like that. But, oh, then it might have been then, because, like, the, the whatever 69, team, 69, sorry. Whatever that team is, the expos, yeah, they anyway. changed their name to the expos the year that their city had... The World's Fair Expo. Well, my bet is that the Expo was in 68 and the Expos came into the league in 69. That would be my guess. It was Expo 86 is what we were thinking oh, Okay. Of. Well, the Expos were in the league oh. well before then because the Mets won the World Series in 86. We can go down the line. I'll tell you who, who won the World Series every year. We, that'll be a fun listen. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you looking at, A-List? You looking I, was looking, I was She's looking, looking at 1985, but come on. The, the <laughs> Royals won in 85. <laughs> I don't know. I maybe I just generally misremembered something. It's fine. Tigers won in eighty four. Keep going. <laughs> I, don't I, don't I don't know. I literally don't know anything. <laughs> um. Okay. So so in nineteen eighty seven, and did they launch these in every yes. one of these the the war torn country of Africa? Yeah. And South Africa. <laughs> um. The uh, go ahead. So, read them really fast. Uh, United States, Canada, Australia, Austria, France, Germany, Hong Kong, the Netherlands, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Port, Portland, <laughs> Poland, Jesus. Poland, Portugal, Romania, Russia, Singapore, South Africa, Spain, Switzerland, Taiwan, and the United Kingdom. Yes, yes. They launched Mac- Monopoly McDonald Ma- McDonald Monopoly. Oh my fuck! Lord. Here we go. I did the McDonald's on purpose. Uh, you told me to read them fast. Yeah, I did. You're right. Go it's ahead. It's funny to say Portland by accident. Anyway, so they launched all the McDonald's Monopoly the same day, uh, or in in '87 in all those countries. So originally, what happened was so you're familiar with it, Mike, where you go into the McDonald's, you go, "Hey, let me get you have a gun." This. Like, yeah, you have a gun, and you're like, "Let me get a um, fucking <laughs> Big Mac, a large fry, and a, and a drink," and then you get like two tickets. You get like two tokens or two stickers on your drink and your fries. Yeah. Right? Yep. Two each. Um, well, you supersize it because that, that way you definitely right. will get. Because I think when it was large, you just got the two. But if you supersize that, you got one on your soda and one on your fries, I believe. Right. Yeah. And then they ended, ended up for you. Putting, yeah, exactly. It, was, it wouldn't matter. But then you had to, uh, at one point, you had to be like, they started doing two on each item. But before that, even before that, the way that they did it was anything you bought, you just got two of them. So like they just slid you these two if you bought like, you know, like small fries or whatever. Did not like a drug deal. Mm. Right. Yeah. They're like, look one way, look the other and then slide them to you under a piece of paper. <laughs> um, the uh, <laughs> uh, Later on, it was only on certain uh, menu items. Like I said, like the lar- like the, well, we were talking about the supersized fries and the supersized drink and shit like that. For those who don't, who I, I don't know, who don't understand 
McDonald's Monopoly, who had no childhood, who were so poor that they didn't ever even have a friend who heard about it. I don't think I ever felt as high as when I was like peeling off a sticker, like as a child, peeling off the sticker, you know, you could have gotten free like a McFlurry or fries or whatever. What I was more excited about, probably. Yeah, you could have got cookies and shit. So the way it worked was, is that you it, it basically like stickers that had like they corresponded to the monopoly board. So you park place board, walk, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, so you could, uh, win because you got like both of those, or you got like all four of the electric companies or, or or the railroads, or you got the electric company, you know, like if you got all the purples or whatever, like that's how you would win. Or there were instant winners. So like that, most of them were like the free food, you know? Yeah. You get like a, Uh, a small vanilla cone or something like that. Right, yeah, it was always, uh, they were very specifically, they were never for any food item that you could get more game pieces for. So in other words, you couldn't win a large fry or a supersized fry. You could only win a small fry. Yeah. Um, But then there was like, you know, money, or then they had like other prizes, like cars and shit like that. The Big Mac filet of fish and McMuffins, those were uh, things that they uh, were on. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are things. Yeah. yeah, there was a list like that in in Canada. There was a list of things that are they that were specific to Canada, and then there was like things that specific to the U.S. And uh, but yeah, those were things that you could get. Uh, like the the things they want you to buy, the things that have a fancy name, a McMuffin, a fucking filet fish, like the big stuff. Yeah, yeah. And in Canada, and I mean Canada. <laughs> Uh, that was on purpose. Um, in Canada and the United States, like there's like laws that like, it's like the no purchase necessary thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like if you go to like a store and you like don't want to buy something, they legally have to have it in place so that you don't have to buy the treat in order to get a, a piece, like in order to play the game. They had the ones that were actually on the, uh, the stuff and then they had these separate ones that they could give you if you walked into a place and you were like, I would like the game piece, please. Right? You following that? I so wish far, I had Mike? no yeah. idea that was like a thing you could ever do. I heard it on the commercial, but I was probably like, I don't know how to do anything because I was like right. eight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they, no purchase necessary. Jesus, blah, blah, blah. For, yeah. The way that they did it, uh, instead of having people walk into stores and, and be like, give me one, they would actually have to um, mail in a handwritten request and then they would mail you pieces which is yeah crazy. and you had to send also, a, stam- a stamped envelope yeah with yeah, your the, request um, my favorite thing from uh from being a kid and ordering gi joe stuff uh you had to send a self-addressed stamped envelope stamped envelope with <laughs> proofs of purchase yeah yep exactly with four proof of purchase in order to get your new bubba fett um anyway <laughs> what's a bubba fett the united states they're oh it's a it's a Pokemon. no 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 it's a pokemon don't talk about it it's a pokemon okay go ahead um <laughs> wabu fat uh, <laughs> uh okay so so in the united states there are laws that basically make it so a company who's giving away prizes can't run the giveaway themselves they have to hire a third party to basically keep it fair you know so, how everything has ever felt fair and you're, like everything ever that's ever happened to you has always been fair. There's like the laws time. to make sure that yeah. McDonald's be nice to you. Yeah. So they had to hire a third party 
company and the company that they hired was Simon Marketing. Now, if you remember, if you pull deeply from your the recesses of your of of your memory, <laughs> uh, Simon Marketing was also the company that they went to that created like the ac- actual marketing portion of the the Happy Meal and um, helped with commercials. I think as well, they were the ones who they went to in order to get distribution and manufacturing of these contest pieces. And also they handled like the awarding of the prizes. Okay. So like it wasn't actually McDonald's or whatever. It was um, Simon marketing who did it. Okay. Other things that uh, Simon Mark and this is um, in 1987 In 1997, they got bought by a company called Cirque, which I don't know a whole it's, lot about them. Yeah. It's somebody's last name shortened. So that's, it's whoever the dude who owns it. It's it's C Y R K. Yeah. Uh, they create like promo gear. Yeah. So like remember Marlboro Miles? Yeah. Okay, so like you could get like you could save Marlboro Miles and then you could get like a jacket that like your uncle would smoke like way too many cigarettes in and like <laughs> probably go camping and then it would come back with like bear piss on it or some shit, but he would still wear it. <laughs> um Mike, you're drinking Pepsi. Do you remember Pepsi stuff? I I was a Sprite guy, so I was aligned with McDonald's. They they got me on Sprite. Yeah, it it was McDonald's and Anthony Hardaway. They like drinks red and Chris Rock, really. Little Penny. Right, yeah. Drink Sprite. I'm like, all right, maybe if I drink (laughs) Sprite, I could be in the NBA and not get diabetes. But that's went the opposite way on that one. You did it. Well, uh, Cirque themselves, they actually did, like, they handled all the Marlboro Miles stuff, the Pepsi stuff, the Beanie Babies marketing. Oh, yeah. um, Philip Morris uh, accounted for 19, 90% of their business in 1994 because they had bought Simon Marketing. Okay. Um, that's huge. Bigger than that, uh, McDonald's uh, in 1999, McDonald's was 61% of their actual like income that's, that's crazy that's so much money right Basically, i wonder if, like, around um, that time like like i wonder if they keep records they probably do of when it went like um hundreds of millions served to billions like it probably was around that time <laughs> oh yeah it was it was you know? probably this, around this that stuff time. i think they, about they did um because rem- i remember them changing the signs every so often yep and then it got to billions and billions yeah served so a little bit more about these, uh, these, the actual like making of the the game pieces. The Dittler brothers were hired um, to print the actual pieces. Dittler brothers handled; um, they did postage stamps for the United States. They also uh, lottery tickets. They, lottery tickets. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Big, um, like it's a pretty big deal. Like you know, yeah. to be in charge of printing postage stamps. Yeah. So basically, like they like it was. Printing can go wrong fairly easily. A lot of people don't realize that, like, if you've never worked like with printing stuff, you can fuck it up real bad. And uh, a lot of people don't want to buy like you know shitty stuff that you can't, especially with like the smallest. The way the, those tickets are super small, you have to be able to read the print and and all that stuff. You know, well, and so, it has to be super secure. Like, and that's the other terribly part of it. Yeah. secure. Yeah, yeah. They actually kept the high value, like the million dollar winners, and like they had like two hundred thousand um, dollars. They had cars, all kinds of like things like that, vacations or whatever. Those high value pieces, uh, once they were manufactured, they were actually held in a vault that was basically it was like like you know the 
the movies where they're like gonna lo- like the president's gonna launch the nuke so like they have two people with a key yeah and it's yeah. like uh, <laughs> like, it's like war game uh, on yeah exactly they both have to turn them at the same time and shit like that that's legit like how they kept these pieces because like if you think about it like in one game if you have one million dollar winner you have like four two hundred thousand dollar winners you have a car you have a vacation you've got like probably like four million dollars in prizes alone in an envelope in a teeny tiny piece of folded over piece of paper so they had to have super crazy security for these things because somebody could just take them and give them to their family members or something you know what i mean i wonder if did uh i don't know how you do this but mcdonald's maybe just like the the higher ups like i wonder if like their employees and their employees family were excluded from cashing in on these prizes because that would kind of uh you know mitigate the the chances of theft well like here's the thing uh that's a really good question i think that they were but it wouldn't have mattered because if you think about it, really, by the time, well, we haven't really gotten to the like the end process of these these tickets being created and what happens to them. But nobody from McDonald's ever touches them until they're put on the item. That's oh, OK. So you can't really cheat. There would be no way for them to know. Right. I just assume they so. never they never really printed the big prizes. Oh, yeah. A lot of people did. Well, I want to say the opening line. There's a there is a documentary called McMillions that is all about like the second part of this. I'll tell you in a second. We'll get there. So anyway, I was trying, so, to, see, um, I was so, trying to see if if you when you work at McDonald's if you're allowed to play. I can't really find like a. I was a, pretty sure that it was like they were excluded, but good well, I don't know how you. I guess like cashing in, but you can always give it to a friend. But like if I'm working yeah. there, I would think like, oh, okay, well. if if I'm the asshole I know I am, where, where a company is not paying me how much I want. Right. You ever like work at a job and you're like, you know what? You're not going to give me a raise. I'll get my own raise. Every, oh, every yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, All so, yes. so I would leave like, like I used to work at a newspaper in Lock Haven and, you know, I didn't see the point in buying my own toilet paper. If I'm the last to leave, I could just grab a couple rolls. Right, so exactly. I did that and then like printing paper and, you know, things like that. I'm like, you're paying me shit. I'm going to make it so I don't have to spend an, as much money as I need should uh, <laughs> right. because you're going to help me out without knowing it. And I'll create right. my own raise. And and uh, when you go into yeah. bankruptcy, I'm like, hey, I helped. You know, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if, I, if I'm working at McDonald's and I'm the like, I don't know, fucking crew chief or whatever, I'm, I'm right. locking up at the end. <laughs> uh, then I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to take. I'll take six cups, you know, on on the way home. And one, You're taking I don't, cups. I'm taking, yeah, yeah, they, they, the, yeah they, they got the like super sized cups. Oh, with the cup, yeah, with the with the things on them. Yeah, because if you take the cup, oh, okay. Okay, you can take the fry, <laughs> oh you can take the fry box you want, but what are you going to do with them when you get home? At least you can reuse the cups, yeah, like they'll okay. serve a purpose. I now we're talking about they would have pieces on them. Yeah, no, you, you gotta, yeah, you gotta <laughs> use the pieces, but also, hey, now I don't need to go to Walmart and buy plates or or like yeah drink, drink i don't know why i questioned you because i stole cups from yeah. the restaurant i worked at <laughs> I just remembered. you have to i mean when yeah. you leave at least you get a parting gift like to, to remember them by it's a it's a memento or yeah. i want to drink out of a pepsi cup i don't know yeah yeah so yeah. i i was or, working at um i was working at lock haven in the newspaper and i fucking hated my time there hated the boss but i had a key Fucking idiots. Like 11 people worked in the newsroom. They gave everybody keys. I'm like, well, 
I'm not going to not drink my last night and then uh, go up there. I peed on my boss's chair. I peed on the chair. <laughs> and like it was um, allegedly ba- allegedly. Nope. You did this. Nope. Oh, natural okay. limitations is passed. This All was right, in like fuck 2007. Him. Fuck him. He's an asshole. He's one of those guys who knew everybody in town. So he walked in yeah. late on Friday afternoon with sunglasses because he was drinking all Thursday, but he wouldn't work in the weekend. So the whole paper, we didn't print on Sunday. So Friday or Saturday was my last day. And I went, I went drinking and walked across the street. Lock Haven's a pretty small town. Went upstairs. I peed on the guy's chair, took a picture of it. I had the picture somewhere and then left. So like mm-hmm. it dried, I assume Sunday. Mm. And then Monday he came in and sat down on the seat. So, and I also right. took, I took a, he had a, I got it upstairs somewhere. He had like a crystal ball, like a globe uh, from, it said just AP news. I don't think it was like a, a trophy, but it was, it was a trophy for me for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, I was like the closest I'm ever going to come to like a rapist. I took it. Like, <laughs> it's a trophy. And, uh, but I've got that somewhere. I have to bring it down to my desk down here. Cause that's, that's what yeah, my desk definitely. is missing. It's a, uh, oh God, it was so, so beautiful. But I got, I, I got that and I peed agree. on the chair and I was like, yep, I spent 21 long months there, but it was all worth it because it's <laughs> one <amazing>. night. It's awesome. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. Anyway, McDonald's. All right. Yeah. So, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I completely agree with you. There is um, no way but- I'm going to come out of this episode looking like a nice guy. I've talked oh, about how now. I drank for two plus years straight and yeah. I peed in a boss's chair. Yeah, that doesn't mean that you're not. Yeah, that's exactly like you. You are our people uh, for sure. Um, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> well, yeah. Sorry. Welcome to the club. Love you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so once again, they had like the, they had this vault. Also, the stickers like that they made, they had intentional imperfections. So, like, if you tried to, like, copy or, like, counterfeit them. Oh, okay. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah like, there would, like, the one that they showed in the, the documentary was, like, there was a little tiny piece of a K missing at the end of it. Like, just enough that, you know. Yeah. So, like, people who saw it wouldn't really, like, question it. But the people who would counterfeit it, they wouldn't think that, oh, I should, like, fuck this up a little yeah. bit. Um, they also put watermarks that you could only see under black lights on these little teeny tiny fucking stickers. So like the thing that your parents like were like, yeah, fuck around with it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were, they were like high security type shit. Right. And then what they did when they manufactured them and they were going to be delivered to McDonald's, because keep in mind, like when they first started it in 87, they did it like once a year, but then they started doing it like twice a year. And they only did it when sales were starting to go down a little bit. So, I mean, everybody wants to go win a million dollars. So they would run the McDonald's, the monopolies. Makes sense. I thought they aligned it with March Madness. Like, uh, for like, I never thought it had anything to do with sales. Like, I mean, obviously no. you want to sell more, but like, you know, if sales are, are diminishing, hey, let's kick it up and, and do the or monopoly. Well, and yeah, March was probably one of the months that yeah. like significant drop down, which I, because I think March was one of the months that they always ran it in. And I think like, like closer to like, September or October, I think as well. Yeah. Um, well, they kind of spaced well, it out. And that makes sense because like if, you know, like more people are watching uh, CBS or, yeah. you know, network TV. So, you know, you always get the, the McDonald's commercials and right. so that would make sense. They, they just throw a whole lot of advertising for that time. Right. Exactly. At that point, they were put in an envelope uh, that had a special tamper proof seal 
and it was only able to be opened by one employee. Otherwise, like they knew that it was tampered with. You know what I mean? It was like there was only one person who was allowed to open it. And that was the person who his job was to carry these things to like the factories where they were going to be put on the winning cups or fries thing yeah or, and it's like know. you imagine it's in like a briefcase and it yeah. when they open it the nitrogen and stuff flows great. out of it like the jurassic park eggs or whatever yeah never exactly. saw jurassic park, like, but uh what oh, i know so i know this will be this will derail everything yeah i yeah. never saw it uh i but i assume if it's anything like the dinosaurs the tv show it's exactly like that. okay all yeah. right so you gotta speak like it one by one and, and that might seem like like a complete diversion but the dinosaurs the toys used to come in the happy meals that's true and one would not the mama say, not the mama yeah, yeah. that's right back around. uh <laughs> so um so that person would um put them on you know the packaging or whatever so it ran from 87 to 2001 from 89 to 2001 this is this is where we get juicy now. You ready? From 89 and this is the quote from the beginning of the McMillions documentary. From 89 to 2001 there were virtually no legitimate winners of high value cash prizes. I believe it. <laughs> because remember, basically what happened, okay, so the one person whose job was to transport those winning game pieces and travel all around the world and like, oh, we got to go to Boise and I got to put this one $200,000 ticket on this fry box and then I got to f- fly over to Columbus and then I got to put this $200,000 winner Name on a here. place and outside I of go to Jacksonville oh no. then I, then I got to go to Saskatchewan <laughs> I got to go to Brazil there were no, yeah yeah <laughs> the war tour country of Brazil yeah. <laughs> uh, and put a Dodge Viper on it yes uh, his job, this one dude. So I'm going to switch over to my notes because I have it more dramatic. <laughs> more dramatic than that? Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, the dude, the FBI gets a tip, all right, in 2001. And it's just kind of dude comes across it. And basically what happened is somebody ratted out this guy who had won a million dollars. And he said that it was done illegally. He got the ticket from a guy who was named Uncle Jerry. And so it's like the perfect like crime type, like this guy's name is Uncle Jerry. This guy, like, you know, there's fraud involved. It's like this weird McDonald's, like, you know, sabotage kind of thing, right? Whatever. The uh yeah. You guys have seen the Sopranos. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have not. <laughs> you guys have seen well, Goodfellas. I've seen Goodfellas. One thing, yeah. one thing that okay. Okay. one thing, by the way, that that was not in it that I didn't mention, but I, I want to make sure that is very clear. Um, so once the head of security of this company, uh, Simon Marketing, once this guy has the envelope with the seal, uh, the tamper-proof seal, with the briefcase, with it, you know, handcuffed to him, they had an independent auditor. And I don't remember her name, but it's a woman. Yeah, she yeah, was, it was a lady, the lady. Uh, or a woman, whatever, a female. <laughs> you say it, so yes. it sounds more sexist. Yes. She couldn't, she, well, I know she didn't go right. in the men's restroom. She was a female. That's yeah. the least so, I can um, say. Was no, it Birdie? It was just a female. You know, you know how females. <laughs> oh, okay. i don't trust dudes who call women females by the way just for the record uh but anyway so it just seems a little Mm -hmm. crunchy but anyway so this guy 
he was followed around by this woman who was an auditor to make sure that he didn't open it and, you know, fuck with it. Okay. So that's how much extra security they got going on. So the head of Simon Marketing was a guy named Jerome Jacobson. Uh, He used to be a cop in Florida for, I think, four years or whatever. He became their chief of security. Mm -hmm. He was the person who was responsible. He was the guy with the handcuff thing to him walking around with these things, right? The way he was able to do it, there was a company that like that made the anti the like the tamper proof seals. Literally, like it's it's just like a little piece of tape right. that went on the envelope, and then when they opened it, they would cut it. It wasn't right. something you could like peel you open. Know how, like, you yeah, you know, like um, I can't remember what particular items that you buy, but like when you peel off the tape, it says like opened or whatever, or like it leaves like a mark on it that indicates that it's yeah. been opened. Yeah, I think so. Um, they this company accidentally sent him personally a whole roll <laughs> of the tamper-proof seals. So he was able to cut them and then put another one over on top of it and make it look as though it had not been opened. Yeah. So he could do whatever he wanted. So with it. guess what this motherfucker did? Oh, no, 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 because he would have been immediately found out. What he did, he started taking them and uh, replacing them with, like, you know, pieces of shit, like, you know, Park Place or whatever. You know, like, every, there was, like, a billion Park Places out there, or Baltic Avenue. How dare you yeah, say Well, you needed Boardwalk in order shit. to win. Yeah, weren't they the good Yeah, ones? but you needed yeah. both. Still, right? like, yeah, but Park Place is still oh, a nice place to okay, live. So Baltic, all right? <laughs> so <Atlanta. laughs> Yeah, yeah. There yeah. you Any go. The green Baltic, ones. yeah. Well, they were nice, too. Uh, <laughs> greens, yeah, they, yellow, and red. Get out of nice. here. <laughs> you, you prick. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Yeah, well, Go back to Oriental yeah, Avenue. That's where I belong. Uh, <laughs> uh, so basically, um, he was able to open them up and then reseal them, took out the most valuable pieces. So basically what he did was he would sell them to friends and family. He yeah. sold them well, to his the family? Thing. He would be like, listen, you know, like, he would be like, all right, so here's what's up. So you could win, like, a million dollars, okay? I'm going to give you this piece. You can win a million dollars, but because my neck's on the line here, I could get fired for this. You know, I'm trying to help you out, blah, blah, blah. You yeah. give me 50,000. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Wasn't it, um, yeah. It was up front, have, right? Uh, yeah. He, he would sell the, sell it. You know, I think the, the price. So the prices that they had listed, um, he charged a couple of people $45,000 to get a $200,000 ticket. But the uh, $1 million that he gave off, he charged 50000 So they should they should have just sprung for the extra 5000 and got the million, you know? But the whole thing was is that when he met up with people, like, here's an example. Let me go to the next part because it's actually, then we can start really talking freely. So this guy's flying around with these uh, pieces and stuff like that. And just randomly, he ends up meeting this guy named Jerry Colombo who is a member of the Colombo crime family, which is uh, the youngest of the five crime families in New York. So just totally random. He ends up running into this guy. And like, I don't know, they don't ever really talk about like how they like, you know, sat down and like, is it a situation where they can kind of like smell their own or something? Or I imagine they were probably like sitting at a bar at the airport. Like, what do you do? Oh, I'm in construction. What do you do? I'm in refinancing. Uh, Waste uh, management. Yeah, yeah. 
So I get it. Um, yeah, let's talk about business or whatever. So basically what happens is, is that originally Jerome Jacobson, who is the, I'm not going to ever call him Jerry, even though he is the, they, yeah, they started calling him uncle Jerry. They started calling Jerome uncle Jerry. Right. Because it's like a sign of respect. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is super confusing because Gennaro Colombo goes by Jerry. It's so confusing that there's two Jerry's, but that's also what confused the FBI is they thought that it was the Colombo guy, this crime family guy who was doing it. And they're trying to figure out how does this crime family made man, whatever mafioso guy, how is he hooked up with McDonald's where he's able to steal this stuff? So they were focusing their investigation on stuff like that. They obviously it was wrong because it was the head of the security for this Simon marketing. So anyway, so the the way that he was doing it, and, th- and I might be repeating so we can edit it or leave it, um, whichever is fine. There's Peebs coming into the room. So basically what he was doing was he, uh, he was handing out, he was basically like charging people uh, a percentage of what the ticket was worth. So one of the first people that he, uh, he gave a ticket to uh, it was just a $25,000 winner. That's it. Yeah. It was just 25,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was, well, this was the first one. So he was kind of testing the waters. Like, yeah. you know, he... he wanted to make sure. Yeah. And it was, and he gave it to his stepbrother who had a different last name. So that was one of the things he was like, okay, so I'm going to be, and, and truly he was smart because he got away from it. He got away with it from 89 to 2001. Mm-hmm. And they were like a little bit like leery, like people like, you know, like, well, there were people who knew what was going on, who had to tip off the FBI. McDonald's had zero clue. Wow. Yeah. Because they were just like, oh, whatever. Like, it's just because, again, Jacobson was very, very smart with what he did. The first thing he did was when like he gave it to a stepbrother. He gave it to a stepbrother who had a different last name and what they did was they also um, he said like his deal was they had to basically get a fake address in a different city. So like most of these people, by the way, like um, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but almost every single one of the res- uh, the winners had a residence. Their permanent residents were either Jacksonville, Florida or Georgia, which is where uh, Jacobson lived and worked he used to live in uh, Jacksonville as a cop, like we said, and then he ended up moving to Georgia. So yeah. everybody who, that he gave a ticket to, he told them, "Okay, like here's what you got to do. You basically got to like like get a PO box in Idaho or whatever." And then, because he also here's the other thing, he knew where those tickets were supposed to be because he was the guy who was supposed to. He went to Boise and like here's the you know this is where the twenty five thousand dollars one goes. You don't think Officer Big Mac was in on it, do you? I, I think Constable <laughs> McCheese had some, <laughs> Wait, no, no, con, no, Mayor McCheese. Uh, who was the constable? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Officer Big Mac was the, <laughs> the guy in charge. Yeah, he, he uh, was. He, I, he yeah. runs the type of shit. <laughs> he, he really honestly does. Uh, if it weren't for the Hamburglar uh, taking it off, <laughs> I think bastard. it would have been. Yeah, right? Robble, robble, indeed. Evil grimace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Basically, what happened was is that uh, he was very smart about covering his tracks. Like we said, the first thing it was all people who had like different last names. He gives that that out, and then um, in '95, <laughs> this is my favorite thing. So 
Jerry Colombo. This is like right around when they meet Jerry Colombo. He gives Jerry Colombo a ticket that he, so he wins a Dodge Viper. Okay. <laughs> now, one of the things that McDonald's does, cause they're, you know, obviously they want to like be able to market this thing. If you win, you have to sign the rights so that you will, you, you basically swear that, or <laughs> swear on the Bible that you will, <laughs> you will be in any McDonald's commercial that they ask you to be in to promote that you were a winner. Right, right, right. So Jerry Colombo of the Colombo crime family in New York City was <laughs> on national TV on a national commercial being like, I want to dodge Viper. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's the cra- there's like clips of it in this documentary. And like, it's so crazy that just watching Surely this guy, somebody would notice this guy from like the last time they saw their nephew. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the same year, uh, 95, one of the things that he did, and this is all Jacobson, by the way, uh, Jacobson sent a $1 million winner to St. Jude's Children's Hospital in Tennessee anonymously. Um, I, think and he it, hoped- I think he was trying to like throw them like, oh yeah, cover well, tracks. Yeah. According to according to uh, this article that I had read, when he was questioned later on, he said that the reason why he sent the million to St. Jude was so that if he did get caught, people might be like a jury might be lenient on him <laughs> because jerk, he yeah. yeah because he donated that amount to a children's hospital. He literally was doing it just so that he could possibly get out of it. Well, because he's probably going to do better for everybody than Ronald McDonald's house. He's like, you oh. know what? <laughs> <laughs> for Fuck sure. Clown. Yeah, Who's exactly. Better? This is a literal saint, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah and and uh, like McDonald's wasn't okay with you giving pieces to people. So right. that was a problem for him to send that in the mail to them. That was actually was against problem. the, it was against the rules. So the contest, Yeah, you weren't allowed to transfer. So that's kind of like when we were talking before about how if a, if a, a person who worked at McDonald's won and they would just give it to their cousin or whatever. That was the thing is that you, you weren't illegally allowed to transfer the ticket. So um, that's how they were trying to stop that. But anyway, they still paid it. They still paid it. Yeah. They, yeah, they yeah. made the final payment on it in 2014. Yeah. So. Cause the, the million dollars, the way that they did it was, it was $50,000 a year, I think. So yeah. And like at that point, like McDonald's can't say, well, fuck that's illegal. We can't honor that to St. Jude's. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to sue us? Us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they, they treated it as a promo. They had uh, Ronald McDonald, who was a very, very Chicago Ronald McDonald um, mm-hmm. there with St. Jude. They did a commercial for it and all kinds of stuff. And they did that. Also, let me see who else. In 96, a guy by the name of William Fisher, who was colombo's father-in-law mm-hmm. he won one million dollars that's a lucky family yeah um <laughs> the guy's uh nephew he sold him a two hundred thousand dollar ticket for forty five thousand and also his butcher he gave him a two hundred thousand dollar ticket he oh, charged I, him I, thought, I thought he sold him his butcher too yeah no no, no. <laughs> he gave him the butcher as well yeah threw him in so so basically like what ha- like the tip that they got was is that three family members because remember it was like the nephew him and his father-in-law the tip was is that this guy named uncle jerry is stealing these tickets and this guy 
his father-in-law and his nephew all were major prize winners. I think the, her, remember their daughter, her last name is Etheridge too. Yes, so yeah. she had a different last name and she won also, which yep. you have, like, if you haven't seen McMillions, um, you have to watch it purely to watch Robin, which is Columbo's wife. Oh yeah. Uh, she's like, she is so fucking funny. She's like, I like to get stoned. Yeah. I like, I like to watch something funny. And I want to eat a snack. Like she's like she's just so chill. Like she, it's so good. Her and the FBI agent, who's like the main those those are the two like main yeah. characters. I feel like, and he's like all fucking like coked up or whatever, and she's like <laughs> all like weeded up. And it's it's such a great show. Um, it's and they like ended up part. getting together. Yeah, and they end, and now they're married, and they live in my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway yeah so sorry yeah no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> uh so like the, that was the tip and then the the fbi was like okay so for one person to win this is the odds for three people who were re- who were related to win this the odds were like one in like 300 trillion or some shit i think it was higher than that it was like it was like 18 zeros so it was astronomical there was absolutely no possible way for this so they um so they contact you know whoever and they're like can we investigate this he's like yeah sure go for it they didn't know who it was they were like okay mcdonald's you guys have somebody who's stealing from you and then they're like oh god like so through the investigation one of the 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 first thing they do which i thought was um really super fun Remember, they the, all these people had signed affidavits saying that they'll be in commercials, right? <laughs> so they get them all back, and oh, no. they have them on camera, and it's like the FBI pretending to yeah. be this camera crew, and then this one lady from McDonald's who, like, she was public relations or something like that. Uh, God, I wish we had her name, too. It's not like it's super long after they've won. You know, it, it's like you being like... And now I won McDonald's never work again. Like the, right. it's like those commercials. That's, you know, they want you to tell your story and, you know. Right. So these people have already told their stories because they've been interviewed, but then they're being re-interviewed and their story gets a little bit more shaky and they were doing stuff like, because it's the FBI, they take Jerry Colombo and they're like, Oh, let's go down to the, like, Oh, where did you, you know, what happened? Cause, and here's the thing, like with liars, a bad liar will just tell you they have the story. A good liar has the story. So if you ask, I can tell you like, you know, like what happened and then you're not going to get like, you're not going to catch me. You know what I mean? I already have all the information in my head. A bad liar will be like, yeah, so I went to the beach and uh, I was looking at uh, the star magazine and the star magazine was really good. It had um, these three people on the cover and then uh, a seagull. He said um, sand 800 times. He was like, there, yeah. I fell asleep and some sand blew on me. And then sand was in the magazine and the sand <laughs> and the sand. <laughs> and the sand, it was like, it, you know, it's coarse and it's, it gets all everywhere. You've seen sand before. And he's like, Anakin, and he doesn't, you know, he gets mad about sand. And then he goes to the he goes to the store and buys the new Star magazine, and inside of that is the instant winner for the one million or for the Dodge Viper. And they're like, "Oh, take us to the store that you bought it at." <laughs> and so, so they all get in a van together and they drive to the store. And he's like, "Okay, so here's where I you know walked." And they make him buy a Star magazine. 
it's so funny. They're like, just like, cause, and the whole point of them doing it is to have the evidence of here's them saying the lie on videotape. So now we know that they're lying. You know, we yeah, have it's on the, record. Yeah. But every single one of them were all like, you know, cause we're going to be on TV again, but they're also a little hesitant because it's like, this is weird. I got to make sure, you know, like, but none of them really felt like it was like a setup necessarily. They just thought that they were being interviewed again and it was like nerve wracking for them. I'm listening. The cat is behind me and she's it's... making a sound. And it, <laughs> I thought my mom was saying something, but, I but don't it's know the if cat she's... making a noise. Is your mom yeah. the cat? No, but when I had my mom? headphones, yeah. When I had my headphones on, it was like, it sounded like talking. I don't know if she doesn't feel good or. I don't know. I don't know if she's like th- trying to throw up. I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happened, but it really scared the shit out of me. And I got really scared. Uh, we can see how terrified you I are. T- actually. <laughs> You're touching your heart. <laughs> you are like wrecked, bro. I um, thought somebody was in the house, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. So basically then in 1998, Jerry Colombo gets killed in a car accident. So we kind of jumped out of like sequence there. Yeah. Like the investigation happens in like 2001, but he died before the investigation happened. Yeah. We're, we're kind of like, uh, yeah. Very convenient. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So it wasn't Columbo that got like that. They were interviewing. Who was that? Who was the first dude who they were interviewing on the beach? It was that that, that, uh, that was him. That was him from the original one, right? No, that wasn't. No, that wasn't him. I don't know who that was. was a different dude. Yeah. Yeah. It was like his, um, it was maybe somebody that was, else. yeah, it was some other dude. It wasn't Columbo. I was wrong. Cause I'm drunk I and I fuck up things. Uh, I'm a fuck up. <laughs> I'm never going to make a diss a record. <laughs> <laughs> a goddamn tweet, man. That, that was so right. Good. Right. <laughs> I fucking love that. Oh my God. You gotta explain it. Though. Uh, anyway. Explain it cause... Oh yeah. There's a tweet that says, um, it's Kanye West saying, I'll never make a diss record. But then somebody retweeted it and said, I didn't know Kanye was Italian. And so like when you read that and it's like, I'll never make a diss record. <laughs> I didn't get it and had to say, I don't understand. Which is really funny because you've been walking around the house talking like the Sopranos yeah. all week. I screamed I really loud when uh, right before Mike got on, I screamed yeah. in an Italian accent. And then I realized I was like, I can't do that the rest of the night. Yeah, it's very loud. It was wake up. That's why Peebs is sick now. <laughs> I thought she was getting like possessed or something. I'm scared to put my he- both of my headphones on because I'm scared. She's like, somebody's behind me or I don't know. Let's see what these drinks are. My mom. Drinks from a bag. Drinks from a bag. My drink in a bag. Wow, you're having another? We're almost done. Yeah, I know, but. Okay, cool. But it's a truly. I think you might might have a problem. Mm. Nah, I've got a solution. I don't know if anybody's ever asked you this before, but are you okay? I'm great. I'm having a great great time. Like, you guys are like, like, I don't know, 80, 90 episodes into this, and nobody's ever asked you if you're okay. (laughs) <laughs> uh, we don't add we don't keep that in yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> it happens a lot this it's is a, fun. this is a, some sort of a cry for help i see <laughs> um, <laughs> there's definitely been bottoms yeah multiple. for sure oh for sure yeah so 98 columbo dies in a car accident so yeah again 
like Alice, uh, just to get back on track, they don't get tipped off. The FBI does not get tipped off until 2001. I was just kind of filling in the gaps of like, these are the people that they're being tipped off about or whatever. So anyway, so in 98, Columbo, uh, he dies in a car accident and then randomly Jacobson's on a cruise. This guy just meets people and he's like, yo, I got the scam. What up? Which is that really how crime happens? Must be. Must <laughs> it be. it well, must really be. Well, sometimes because sure they don't this dude, it like that. Well, yeah, you're probably right. But I mean, like, that's the thing, though, is that like this dude straight up like had nothing going on. Like he they didn't find out about him until 2001. And it was so random the way that like he literally got turned in by like like rumor almost. It was literally like Uncle Jerry's giving away money from McDonald's or whatever. But anyway, regardless, Homeboy is on a cruise. He meets this guy named Don Hart, who uh, he lived in Georgia. Uh, so that's probably where they got talk. And they were like, oh, you're from Georgia. I'm from Georgia. What are we doing on a boat together, bro? Uh, well, I used to run a trucking company and, uh, you know, I'm not. <laughs> things ain't going so good now. Oh, what happened with your trucking company? Because. A trucking company, probably like involved with some like uh, shadiness. I've seen The Wire, chicanery. Um, yes, I've seen Goodfellas. I've seen The Irishman. Uh, all three of those movies have uh, trucker company things. And then he also, uh, so then he brings him in, uh, this Don Hart guy, and then Hart brings in two other guys, David Coulier. Just kidding, uh, Richard Couturier, Couturier, Cavassier. Perhaps I don't. I have no idea. I don't know how you say that. Couturier. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um. Probably Canadian. And uh, this Andrew Glom guy, which Glom, I had, I, I said him earlier. I remember. Mm-hmm. And he do a, he do a, he do a what? Oh, he's an ex-convict from Florida. <laughs> I remember that. That's a, that's a fun time. So like one these dude, are all- Yeah, the one dude just like giving his pieces away like for fun, and then the other dude likes giving his pieces to people who needed money because they were in jail. Yeah. Those sorts of things. Yeah. So it's like again, so now the scam is is that Jacobson charges them once again, like say forty five thousand for the two hundred K, right? Or fifty thousand for the million. So they pay him the fifty thousand, he gives them the million dollar ticket. And the deal was again, don't do it to anybody who has the same last name as you uh who lives near you whatever tell them they have to have a new permanent residence someplace to get a p.o box and like you know wherever and you're able to you know like but this one they have to be in this city or whatever that way it looks cool they didn't do that necessarily sort of kind of but not really (laughs) they that's so funny uh mr cavarcier uh, like to give his pieces away at parties. He would literally just be like, "Here, bitch. Here's a. <laughs> you just want a viper. Here's a hash brown. You get a viper. You get a hash brown. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One McFlurry. Stupid. <laughs> I got you a watch. I got you a watch. You gave me a hash brown. Here's a small fry. Like this isn't fair. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Glom actually um he uh the reason why he was an ex-con was because he uh he got busted uh transporting cocaine on a on like on an airplane. Been there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like working wonder, with Johnny Depp and Flo. I think he got a sitcom like Tim Allen did cuz I think that's how you uh, do it. Yeah, I really wish, honestly. So, yeah, so and Ayla says you said, yeah, like the Glom guy, he he just gave it away to people who like needed the money. 
And then um, the other guy was like, yeah, I don't care. Here's a hash brown. Here's a billion dollars, whatever. They also got this other guy who was a, a real estate developer who was also Mormon. His name was Dwight Baker. He, this sounds so made up. He fell on hard times after he injured his spine in a tractor accident. <laughs> that sounds like, yeah, you know how uh, Mormons have tractor accidents and spine injuries. And then after he tried uh, J.G. Wentworth and couldn't get the money, he just um, hooked up with this dude. It's his cash. Um, he wants it now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so he ended up getting a ticket and he um, or buying tickets from um, Jacobson. And then he gave them to his foster son. He gave them to his sister-in-law and then some other friends and stuff. They had all these like fake accounts. Again, they tried to do it as much as possible. I don't remember exactly who it was that like there were people. Uh, eventually they didn't do it. They were like lazy about doing it. In 2001, like we've been saying, the FBI finally gets this anonymous tip. It goes to Richard Dent, who was a special agent in Jacksonville. They had to come up with a cool code name because every every operation, I don't know if you knew this, Mike Peters, but every operation gets a cool code name. And in 2000, Monopoly had done, or well, McDonald's had changed the game. They've done a couple of other different games here and there. But that year in particular, they did the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire giveaway. Um, so they uh, named the operation Operation Final Answer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hope Regis got a cut. Again, he for sure did not. Um, no, in fact, they killed him. The FBI oh. murdered Regis Philbin. <laughs> yeah, like like 18 years later? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They was slow cancer. They gave it to him. Didn't he die from cancer, actually? It's the same uh, thing as... Yeah. What else did the FBI do? Who else did the FBI kill? No, it's the CIA who kills people. It's not the FBI. Yeah. Um, my bad. My bad. My mistake. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Why not? Right. Okay. The FBI does this. And we talked about um, all of the stuff that they did, you know, with the interviews and blah, blah, blah. In 2001, when the, the FBI was like, they approached McDonald's, they were like, yo, you got this thing. And the FBI and McDonald's were kind of like talking and try to figure out how they were going to like, you know, figure this all out and like, you know, solve the case or whatever. And so they kind of co-decided, I think McDonald's had more to lose and they decided that they were going to run it again in 2001 to try to catch this person or these people. Cause they thought it was a, a crew of people who were working on it. Right. Makes sense. Um, they ended up uh, rerunning it. And then that's, what they did was the, whoever won, they turned it in. And then um, the FBI said to McDonald's, like, don't give them the money right away because we have wiretaps in place as well. And so when they didn't pay them, they started calling Uncle Jerry or Jerry um, Jacobson and being like, yo, they're not paying. This is weird. What's going on? And basically they got all of the the information that they needed on on that um so they had uh jacobson glum hoover baker and then there were like four other people who were arrested on august 22nd there was a total of 51 people who were indicted uh um, that's insane oh wait it was uh 24 million dollars of uh prizes and cash were stolen in the meantime there were 53 people indicted 48 pled guilty they actually charged them with mail fraud or conspiracy to commit mail fraud because they lied about 
where they lived, they set up fake P.O. boxes, which is a federal crime. Mm. And that's how they got like real fucked. So it's like that uh, dude who stole mail from Nancy Pelosi's office. <laughs> like, like that's like a federal crime. That's not just like, oh, I like, you know, broke into your house. If you fuck with somebody's mailbox, that's federal. So you go to like real big boy jail. Um, yeah. So like the next time, like if you ever think about, you know, breaking into Nancy Pelosi's office, you can do it. Just don't steal her mail and you'll be fine. Right. Steal <laughs> a piece of paper instead. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> right, Kilroy was here. Put the podium you say- down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, let me see. Jacobson pleaded guilty. Yes, he he pleaded guilty. A whole uh, his, three years. Yeah, his. Uh, <laughs> nobody really knows about this whole thing because uh, his trial started September tenth, two thousand one. <laughs> so (laughs) oh man talk about being overshadowed you know like he gets arrested and then you know the world series happens and when the diamondbacks beat the yankees (laughs) that's all anybody talks about right exactly you're absolutely right that's exactly what happened during the month of september in 2001 uh yeah he he uh he was sentenced to three years uh he had to pay 12.5 million dollars in restitution that guy Baker, he was obviously kicked out of the Mormons. Like I said before, there were um, 48 people who pled guilty. There were four people who appealed, including Baker's foster son. It was Baker's foster son, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, his name was George Chandler, but there were like there were three others that uh, won appeals. And the reason why they were um, they won their uh, they had their conviction overturned was because basically they were like, "Listen, we never." met this jacobson guy so when my dad or like this guy that i know gave me this this winning piece i thought he was just being nice we didn't know that there was a conspiracy we didn't yeah, know like that technically there was... conned into yeah. you know using the piece yeah so they were like conned and it was like you know dad was like hey you give me like twenty thousand dollars i'll give you this like two hundred thousand dollar piece or whatever because I can't do it because whatever, or whatever reason it was given. So there were four people out of the 50 some that were convicted that ended up winning on appeal um, and getting out of federal prison, uh, which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> the other weird thing about it was, well, two more things in that same year, McDonald's and Simon marketing sued each other. Like they, like McDonald's severed, uh, their ties with Simon Marketing. And then Simon Marketing sued McDonald's for breach of contract. McDonald's sued Simon Marketing for the same thing because Simon Marketing sued McDonald's because you guys like are not going to work with us. We had a contract to work with you. McDonald's sued Simon Marketing because part of the contract was is that you weren't going to steal from us <laughs> and you let some dude steal from us. <laughs> oh, that, um, that tricky so they, thing in the con- contract. Yeah, well, here's the great part. Guess what? Uh, they settled out of court. Simon won $16.6 million because it wasn't a conspiracy. It was just literally one dude. It wow. was one guy. So, like, the court was like, yeah, it wasn't their fault. They fired the guy. He went to federal prison. What do you want, McDonald's? So, McDonald's had to pay them $16.6 million. Despite that, Simon Marketing ended up closing 
yeah. like a couple years later, right? Oh, yeah, in 2002, did. the next year. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't take long. Right. Also, McDonald's obviously caught a backlash because there was this like, you know, it was kind of overshadowed, but still like it was big enough news. Also, it wasn't just the Monopoly games. Any of the other games that McDonald's put on. Which were, they did tons of others. Yeah. Were. Yeah. Also like sabotaged by this dude. 100 percent so yeah. and there was like a big list of a bunch of different games that they used to run right well that's yeah that's where the who wants to be a millionaire thing that came through yeah stuff like that they they, they literally like they ran all kinds of games every uh at least twice a year so they lost all this money but like more than that they lost you know like you know favor because literally it was like they're like the courts found that like there's more i i should say the court of public opinion was like there is no way that a normal person could have won this money so therefore why should we even trust you so mcdonald's ended up running i think the same year 2002 they um ran a new game to apologize (laughs) that was a 10 million dollar instant winner game they picked 55 people random randomly um, and I think that that was when they like they were just go up and order something and it would be like the person. Do you guys remember those commercials? No. It would like, you know, hey, like, like, let a, me get like a publisher's clearinghouse type thing. It, it was literally like, yeah, like a person would walk into a McDonald's and like, oh, you're like a 200th customer. Yeah, you win, you know, two hundred thousand dollars or whatever. <laughs> like that was how they did it. It was yeah. literally randomly selected from people who were just buying mcdonald's stuff and in order to basically prove that like there was no tickets involved and there was not going to be any fraud or whatever right so yeah but uh so i mean in the long run it didn't hurt mcdonald's any (laughs) um if anything they like i mean barely anybody knows about it even Uh, yeah i was gonna say i didn't know about it i i was you know, again, I was too transfixed by the the Diamondbacks beating the Yankees. So right, yeah, exactly. You know, that's exciting <laughs> stage. All right, I mean, right. We're, we're one for two on things that Mike knows about. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so did I miss anything? Did I fuck everything? No, I, I think we're I, good. Yeah, I got out of um, time, which I hate that I did because you know right. I love to stay on okay. like a timeline. But it's just I got more enthralled with the way that the story's told through mcmillions which watch that please it's it's really good yeah where can i find mcmillions is that like streaming somewhere is the youtube thing uh it's hbo so, oh, so it's on hbo have, max yeah, yeah. if you have yeah. that um and I'm i very think rich that, so i have that yeah i'm, incre- <laughs> I'm incredibly rich i have billions of dollars <laughs> i have a really big discover card <laughs> that's, yeah. that's gonna <laughs> crash any day now but i'm gonna stream as much as possible until then <laughs> I don't know if you knew this or not, but I have an Uncle Jerry. Uh, <laughs> and so that's where I get my money Yo, from. My, I was talking to my mom today, and she has a Discover card with a $35,000 max. Like, that's her credit limit. $35,000. And she's like, that's one of them. I'm like, what are you Her other one is like $15,000. i am like, like, oh my God. Like, I, mine's like, I mean, 4600 I think. But like, I've always got like $800 to play with. Like right yeah yeah <laughs> just in case you need a down pay you can get a down payment for a car your mom could just buy a car on a credit card dealerships will never do it because the interest they have to pay is ridiculous but we call her discover card the magic card but we gave it that name when it had like a nineteen thousand dollar credit and oh now it's thirty five thousand. she's fucking whatever 
Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Like she's I had that information. Happy. I needed to, I needed to tell somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, absolutely. I appreciate that. Um, Mike, where can people find you again? <laughs> they can find me again. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. I don't, I don't know why I made fun of you there. You're because I, I said I, it's stupid on purpose. I don't, I don't think you're somebody anybody should make fun of. I think, I think you are a model of excellence that we mm. should all aspire to be. So mm. I, I don't know why a list doubts that. Mm. I, think I don't know if you guys knew this pretty. <laughs> it's always wednesday isn't it it is it's weird it's so weird <laughs> you can follow me anywhere uh i, I don't mind uh my uh i will never alert the police they will never <laughs> like a it's a boy who cried wolf scenario all the time for me i'm on facebook mike peters whatever mike peters comedian uh, is my page and then you know all of my shows if i ever have any are there and then uh, Twitter is th- at the Mike B Peters. Uh, I almost never get that out. And Instagram is is uh, I had sex with Mike Peters. And what you should do is while you're typing I had sex with Mike Peters in there, you should scream it at the top of your lungs. That sounds I like found a- that's the best way. That's really the only way Instagram works. I found. I found. So that's uh, true. Yeah. And then, uh, I, like I said, I, I got my podcast too. It's on the mic with Mike Peters. That comes out every Friday. And I have some of the best comedians in the area and Chris Jimmer. So it's really. (laughs) He's a predator. I think he is absolutely a predator. Yeah. Not even, not even a joke. It's really uh, gross. Yeah. It's, it's just, he's, he's demonstrably awful and uh, (laughs) not opposite day anymore. It's weird how that worked. I mean, if you want to know any, like the ins and outs of comedians, especially on a smaller level, uh, you know, at, I've had a couple of people on Colbert, uh, yeah. but you know, for the most part, there are people working their way up and, you know, uh, I think this year is going to be kind of big for it. The podcast, honestly, I I'm trending in that direction. Numbers should be higher, but yeah, I like who I've got coming up on deck and, and, uh, I, I've got a, I, I got a, I don't know if it's a big card in my hand, but, uh, by the end of the year, I'm going to have a, a guy who everybody should know. Everybody loves. Hey, everybody are you loves, are everybody you loves his no no it's raymond is not there <laughs> not, <laughs> I, I might be able to get robert barone but not not ray yeah. <laughs> uh, but but no like uh the guy i'm thinking of everybody loves his work so yeah. kind of a behind the scenes kind of guy oh my it's, god yeah, you i never heard of him who's that <gasps> oh my god <laughs> and this is where the podcast ends <laughs> Uh, you, should to, you should try to get him. He's been making the rounds on the podcast. I sent you one via Bill once, but he's uh, uh he's <laughs> on like, <Yeah>. like <laughs> I said uh, he's on like uh, Chris Hardwick's podcast and and yeah. Dad's that podcast. Yeah, I listened to that. I listened to that. Yeah, yeah. I was desperate. Yeah, so he's uh, <laughs> it's, it's Roy Scoville. It's a pretty good podcast. Uh, but it, yeah, Luguzamo. He seems like he's really busy, but I don't remember seeing his stand up at all. I remember when he was big for me at the time in the nineties, but I, I Do don't remember my him. YouTube, my YouTube no, password. No, okay. I'm okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't need it's a shrine, so but no, I remember him, him being pretty big, but I've never really, I don't think I've ever really seen a stand up. We're going to have to. Uh, so this is the part in the, in the episode where um, I screen share uh, and we watch all of sexaholics. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Uh, we make you watch it.
and then you have to watch me mouth along to the entire thing. <laughs> That's fine because uh, right after that, we watched the entire movie Short Circuit. So there it is. No, I don't <laughs> watch fine. anything else anybody wants to watch. Right. <laughs> yeah. Your mama was a snowblower. Yeah, so. that's right. <laughs> hey, laser lips. Your yeah, mama was a snowblower. <laughs> love that line. You know, yeah. I got my niece and nephew. They're big gremlin. I'm a big gremlins guy. And those 80s movies, they love gremlins. And I showed them short circuit when they were probably six and eight and yeah. around there. And so they would run around the house saying, hey, laser lips. Your mama was a snowblower. <laughs> That's so crazy. And my sister's like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? Like, You've ruined like, our going to go to school and nobody's going to get that reference because, you know, the movie was like in 1986. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Even the staff is too young for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just infecting them. Right. Exactly. Oh, my God. That's so amazing. Uh, well, I think that's everything. Um, uh, you can find us uh, Drunk Bill Explains on Instagram, Facebook. A-list, you're a give me some salt on Instagram. Where can you find me? At Real Bill Russell on Instagram. That's right. And tweeting. I do some tweets oh, from time okay. to time. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Real Bill Russell everywhere because he's that smart. That's mm. right. Real Bill Russell on all social media. All right. Let's record the intro before the Zoom fucks up again. Okay. Well, finish. <laughs> like you hear me like. Simazama Lamo, Flossin and Flossin. Yeah, there we go. Madrid, blasting yeah. off again. Uh, yeah, uh, so Jimmy Neutron 9-11 blasting off again. Um, spin. Eat some hot peppers, eat hot chip, and lie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh-huh. Good podcast. Good podcast. Good podcast. Good podcast. Podcast. Good podcast. Podcast. Good podcast. Good podcast. Good podcast. Good podcast. Good podcast. Big ups. FS Plus. FS Plus. Good podcast. <laughs>